Introducing From the Glove Box, an automotive podcast with Mike and Tony Tavage, the father-son team and owners of Team T Automotive in Northern Indiana. Hey everybody, this is uh, Mike and Tony from the Glove Box, uh, independent shop owners in Northern Indiana coming to you with another broadcast. Uh, I hope everybody's doing good out there. So Tony, how are you doing today? Perfect. Perfect. That sounds like a BS answer, but what's perfect mean? If I was doing any better, I'd be you. Oh, there you go. See, that's that's a that's a nice thing for a son to say. So, just a reminder for everybody: uh, we're sponsored by Auburn Gear, the great local uh, company, nationwide company uh, with products, and we'll talk more about them later. But uh, great partner, happy to have them aboard. Uh, Tony and I talked about today, uh, we were going to talk about these vehicles that we like to drive uh, on the street and maybe go out and uh, play out in the mud or play out in the sand or do all those different things. And uh, the reason for this, too, is uh, Auburn Gear does a lot of great products for those. So, But, uh, Tony, if you think about a vehicle that you could uh, haul your family, uh, well, okay, Tony's got... Tony's got, got four, four kids. four kids. They yeah. don't make an on-off-road <laughs> minivan. I keep waiting for the Hellcat minivan, but it has not come out yet. That That is true. So, well, let's say that you're taking just a couple of the kids, um, and you would want to go uh, up into Michigan maybe and go hit one of the sand dunes or something. And uh, what's, a, what's a vehicle you would aspire to go do that with? Well, I mean, the natural thing would be a four-door Jeep. Yeah, great, great product and stuff. So you see these all the time and stuff. And I, Tony and I were out west uh, in uh, the Arizona area a couple weeks ago and got to see a lot of things. I mean, you talk about an area that uh, loves their on off road vehicles. Yep. Uh, you know, that's definitely a definitely an area that does not not as well as their uh, street vehicles too so and you have to customize a jeep because man what a pile of crap from the factory <laughs> <laughs> okay let's let's stay positive with the, with that that type of type of product but uh yeah we do i think um what, what we really see with this is with uh you know a vehicle that i can take on and off road i can custom it customize it and personalize it I can make it my own vehicle, and you see a lot of different configurations of tires and wheels and lights and colors, and you know, uh, you know, there's just so many ways that you can customize a vehicle. And I think from you know me being the old dude here uh, to be able to customize a vehicle, it, that kind of went away quite a bit with the, you know, with the you know stamping of every car, every Camry looking identical and stuff. So so talk to me about uh, you know different ways. You, if you had to, uh, you were able to take this four-door Jeep and customize it. What would you do? I mean, the very first thing that I would do is lift it. You're supposed to say I'd put an Auburn gear setup in it. But, yeah, but uh, you don't. You, okay. you need that, but you don't need that until you lift it. <laughs> That's true. So, and we need to know how big a tires and wheels we're going to put yeah, on I'm before putting we put thirty sevens on it. <laughs> okay, so and flat then, fenders. Okay, then we need to know all that. So, what else would you do with a one? Oh, uh, so. Whenever I get a vehicle, and you know this because you complain every single time that I get a vehicle, and I start with my craze, so um, I put wheels and tires on it first. I t Actually, I tint the windows on it first, then I put wheels and tires on it, and then I go add a bunch of the biggest, baddest, brightest lights that I can find anywhere. You didn't do that to the 
to the minivan, the hybrid minivan that you drive. I tended it. Okay, that's true. So he did do the one <laughs> thing first. He did, just didn't get to stage two, three, I four, put and five. headlights in it. <laughs> okay, but true. That's that's what we do. We you know you go through and you look at the different things that you can do to it. Um, you know, with these uh, jeeps and trucks and all sorts of things, you can you know big tires, uh, wheels, you know flared fenders, you know all sorts of lift kits. Obviously, we didn't even touch upon that, but you can take how many how many inches would you lift a jeep like that? Uh, well, if I'm doing flat fenders from what, and keep in mind, I'm not a Jeep owner. So uh, there could be some people out there going to be like, what the hell are you saying? So, and I'm, I'm not a Jeep owner, but I'd probably lift it four inches, probably put flat fenders on it and then tuck. I would think at four inches, flat fenders, you could tuck a 37 inch tire on it. Yeah. We would have to refer to our big buddy, uh, big Chuck Studler yep. in Lake Havasu, Arizona, that is a Jeep expert and that does zillions of those. So yeah. shout out to our buddy Chuck. He's a good friend of ours. So if you're out in the Lake Havasu area, make sure to look out his look up his shops, uh, Accurate Auto. And, and for the most part, when you go above a 35-inch tire, that's where you have to start to think about gears if you're going to do on off-road type of stuff. So that's where then I would put an Auburn gear in it. Because at a 35-inch tire, most likely we wouldn't have to change a lot of gearing ratio or anything that way. But at a 37, it's probably more desirable to go ahead and change gearing and do some different stuff that way. So let's explain to the uh, you know basic public why changing gears when you put bigger tires and wheels on it, why is that necessary? That's not a question you want to answer? Any okay. question for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I got a 13 and a half that'll hit that right pedal as hard as hell. But. Okay. 13 and a half being the size of his tennis shoe. Uh, but uh, so the reason we do that is because you think of a wheel and it's a circumference. So if you have a standard tire that's... Uh, you know, uh, 18 inch, 16 inch, 20 inch, whatever it is. And then you go put this much, much larger 35, 36, 37. It takes longer for that thing to make a full circle than it does the smaller factory tires. So the gear ratio that, that uh, Jeep or Ford or Chevy puts in a vehicle um, changes drastically because it's made for that size of tires. So y'all go put these big uh, tires and wheels on it. I use the y'all because uh, my wife, Tony, mom's a good southern uh, texas girl um that's what we that's what we say that's what i was told to say but um but we put these on there well it takes this gear ratio so you go put these really big tires on your truck or your jeep and then it's a dog off the line well it's because you're trying to take this big huge tire that's much much bigger and trying to make it turn a full 360 degree circle um, and that's why it, it feels very sluggish so we go put something like an auburn gear in that vehicle and then we can allow that thing to turn much quicker and then you still have that quick pep off the off the stoplight and the takeoff so and that, by allowing that to do that if you're rock crawling or in mud or something like that you want more wheel speed so yeah. Just yeah. like a drag strip, you want more wheel speed in a dragster or in a performance application. If you don't have wheel speed, that's where you're... So everybody's done a burnout in their life in most cases. Not or, everybody. Yeah, that's a load of crap. <laughs> so everybody's done a burnout in their life. And when you do a burnout and the tires are squealing, that's because you have little wheel speed. If you're doing a true great burnout, you're not going to hear any tire squealing. You're going to see smoke immediately. And that's because you have a lot more wheel speed going on that's allowing that tire to overpower the ground. 
Yeah, which is true of a burnout, but the the secondary piece of that is whether you're drag racing or off-road or whatever, it's hookup. So we want that thing to slightly spin, but immediately grab the pavement and be able to accelerate. Whether you're out on dirt, whether you're rock uh, crawling, whether you're you know, out in the sand or whatever, um, you want to be able to have that and instantly hook up. And that's not no prep. Okay, well, we're not talking about no prep, so <laughs> Tony's going into this, uh, this uh, we're going to go out and drag race out in the middle of nowhere type of stuff, so that's not what we're talking about. We're but, going to Mexico. <laughs> but we want these things to hook up, and we want them to immediately accelerate us forward. You know, it's great to sit there and spin and smoke, but if we don't move forward, as, uh, as what we all preach in life, we have to move forward in life, so the same thing with our vehicle. But there's a lot of different things that you can do, whether you, you know, take your silver Verado or your F-250 or your diesel or, you know, your Dodge uh, Power Wagon, whatever it is. I mean, there's a lot of great different things. And the, I think the cool thing that we would talk about in this segment is is the customization and the way that I can take this product, whatever brand you buy, and I can make it mine. I can put, you know, a Tony stamp on it or a Mike stamp on it or a you know, Sally's stamp on it. Um, that was a cool thing in, in Arizona, too. You saw a lot of uh, pink decal vehicles and, you know, diesel trucks and stuff like that. And, you know, so it fits whatever person wants to drive that vehicle. And we can really customize that. And that's the thing that I think we've really lost, um, you know, throughout the, you know, th- almost 40 years now that I've been doing this uh, business, we've lost that way that we can really put our personal stamp on this vehicle um, and we can really make it mine and stuff. So I think, uh, you know, for this segment, that's a little bit about, you know, customization, especially on the vehicles that you want to drive on the street, off-road and stuff. You got anything else to add to that, Tony? Even if you're customizing a golf cart. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll, we'll, we maybe have to have a segment on that too. Tony's working on stretching out with these uh, four kids, a family of six. He's got to make this this golf cart a little stretch limousine now. So we'll cut maybe my, <laughs> cut my frame in half this weekend. <laughs> there you go. So, anyhow, that's our segment on uh, from the glove box right now. So, we'll be back with you soon. Hey, Mike and Tony, Tom from Auburn here. Wanted to talk a little bit about differentials today. Most people don't really understand what a differential does. Um, when they purchase a car, uh, the dealerships, in many cases, don't explain very well what the purpose of one is, uh, especially guys that are buying four-wheel drive trucks. So in the case of a four-wheel drive truck, uh, without a differential, you really end up having one front wheel and one back wheel Pulling the, pulling the power to the ground and putting that torque power to the ground. Um, when you add a differential, it's a traction modifier. Um, you're enabling that vehicle to transfer torque from one side to the other side when a wheel starts to slip. And there's a couple of ways to do that, either through a limited slip differential or through a locking differential. Uh, these OEMs offer things uh, that, that do this, uh, but you know the OEM designs are often uh, made to meet just the bare minimum specifications of that vehicle uh, based on uh, the OEM's desire to get the lowest cost uh, product out there into their uh, application. Where Auburn comes into play is uh, we take our OEM history combined with the aftermarket knowledge, knowing how consumers are going to be driving their vehicles uh, in tough circumstances 
and we uh, provide a robust design, high quality uh, product, uh, but product that's typically much heavier than the OEM uh, part and a product that is going to be uh, durable for years to come. Auburn's been in business a long time, uh, going on actually 80 years this year, uh, working on year number 40 under the Auburn Gear uh, brand, but our roots date back uh, nearly 80 years um, to a group of guys that actually developed the world's first differential. So a pretty impressive history uh, that we've built on. Today, we've narrowed our scope down to two product lines, the grip and lock limited slip differential and the select lock electronic differential. The grip and lock differential is more tailored towards your daily driver, your performance car, your racer, um, street driver type of application where they want to get that power, uh, that, that vehicle torque to the ground quickly. Uh, so when they step on the gas uh, off of a off of a standstill, uh, they will get both both wheels uh, uh, transferring power to the ground and get them off the line quicker. Uh, one of the benefits of the grip and lock is our cone clutch design. Um, it is durable. It is uh, quick acting. Uh, but I think most importantly, uh, we can talk about the transfer power. And we do that in terms of uh, discussing bias ratio, and that's the ratio of a wheel to transfer torque across the axle to the other wheel. And Auburn's product, uh, out of the gate when you're taking off, the grip and lock has a bias ratio of about five to one, which is equivalent to having approximately five guys behind your truck pushing it out of a ditch to give you some comparison of what's happening. Uh, if the vehicle starts to move and it's on the street, that bias ratio kind of fades off a little bit. It's about 2.5 to 1 when you're driving down the road. But it's really, with the limited slip differential, uh, the ability to have that constant uh, that constant uh, traction on both tires uh, helps the daily driver, performance guy, uh, and his vehicle uh, maneuver uh, those conditions quite well. The second product that we offer is a select lock. Uh, this is a purely electronic locking differential. And when I say locking, when it's locked up, both wheels across the rear axle are getting equal power to the ground. Uh, we've got two variations of this. Uh, we, we call one our limited slip to lock, and we call one our open to lock. The limited slip to lock basically gives you two products in one. A limited slip differential when you're under normal driving conditions. And then in the flip of a switch, you can turn that into a locking differential and have both axles locked up solid. Again, these are intended for low-speed applications, low-speed traction, uh, the guys that are doing the uh, rock climbing, boat launch, you know, activities, uh, trying to get stuck out of coming coming out, get unstuck from coming out of the woods. Um, those kind of guys. The open the lock differential behaves. This is a standard differential when you're driving that just allows your wheel speeds to turn at different different rotational speeds, so you're not dragging one tire across uh, the, the pavement when you're making turns. But uh, when you lock it up, both wheels are solid and uh, give equal traction. Uh, those products can be used in both front and rear axles. So if, if, if a vehicle is equipped with uh, that in the front and the rear, uh, if you were to have, for example, both powered on, you would have true four-wheel drive performance with power going to all four wheels, which is optimum. Auburn's brand is made in Auburn, Indiana. 
Uh, we've got a plant there that sits on uh, sits on uh, approximately uh, 50 acres of land. Uh, we've got a few hundred employees making differentials. All of our materials are uh, sourced in the United States. Uh, everything's made at Auburn. Uh, high quality standards. Uh, very proud team of individuals that are building these products. Our uh, limited slip differential comes with a two-year warranty. Um, just great products all around. Great team. Hey, back with you, Tony and Mike Tadich uh, from the Glove Box, independent shop owners in northern Indiana. Great segment from Tom from uh, Auburn Gear talking to us about his products and the great things that they do with that. And I think Tom hit on uh, something, Tony, about the the American-made side of his products, uh, 100% American-made, um, which is a really— Nothing imported. Not even imported from Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that's a, you're stealing Dodge's line there for sure. But uh, I think that's really important. I mean, um, you know, steel manufacturers going back to the 1900s and, uh, you know, U.S. Steel and stuff like that, a lot of those big companies got broken up because of monopolies. Um, and then we started exporting a lot of things and stuff like that. And I think we've really come full circle where um, not only American-made products are really you know, good, and we love supporting others, but we also don't have the problem maybe that uh, modern automobile companies have with importing chips and stuff like that. Look at how many cars have not been built uh, currently as we as we broadcast this because they can't get chips. So they can build a whole car, but they can't get this little computer chip. So I think Auburn gear and sticking to their guns and stuff, and it honestly honestly probably sometimes costs a little more to build that product oh, out of I this it does. but uh tony and i know from uh the love of drag racing and uh you know through uh through our family and through uh, my father-in-law tony's grandpa and his drag racing and stuff man you can have the best engine the best transmission you can have the best everything best tires but if you don't have that differential like an auburn you know rear uh, gear differential in a vehicle you're not going to win a race you're not going to be successful so who wants to go out off-roading even and then uh 15 minutes into your off-roading uh venture on a saturday and sunday that your rear differential breaks you can uh, have all the power in the world, and if you can't get it to the ground, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, as Tom shared, they've got several different products, and, you know, they've got specific specific names for those. But, you know, this limited slip or this uh, full uh, pause attraction and stuff is basically uh, like we were talking in between our break with our with our uh, engineer. Let's call him an engineer. I like Brody that. Brody the engineer. Brody, Brody the engineer and stuff. Um, or engineer Brody. So you go buy a four-wheel drive truck, and if you don't get a pause attraction rear end, you really have a three-wheel drive truck because the in most cases the left rear wheel does not do anything. So the front does its job, the rear does its job, but only on the right rear. So this pause attraction allows it, basically um, allows us when a wheel is slipping to get, you know, traction with that. So it allows- I got to go back to burnouts here. Yeah. One wheel peel means that you don't have pause attraction or you don't have a limited slip. <laughs> one wheel peel. So if that truck's out there doing a burnout in the parking lot and there's only smoke rolling off one side of the rear- 
It's got a one wheel peel. Here, here's a you know a mid thirties guy with four kids and a minivan that always has to talk about burnouts. Hey, because you give me a trucker hat and some holy jeans. And <laughs> here we go. I'll show you a one wheel peel. Come on, <laughs> I'm the one usually is supposed to take this off uh, center and stuff, not you. So you keep it on, keep it on center and stuff. But uh, again, our friends at Arbor and Gear, you know, they make a wonderful, great product for street vehicles. For off-road vehicles, for your for your street rod, for your hot rod, for your convertible, for all these different products um, out there, and uh, they're uh, you know they supply some of the original equipment stuff, uh, more so on the aftermarket because they quite frankly build a you know a much better product with that with American products, American workers, um, all that into that. So we're we're proud and happy to be a partner with them. Um, we're uh, happy that they've put a little traction in our glove box how do you like that one Tony? i'm gonna get some traction in my 72 gmc here <laughs> that's true auburn gear is gonna hook us up with this pretty cool uh six liter uh, uh 72 gmc that tony and i've been building and stuff so we'll have to get on uh we'll have to get a facebook page going on with our podcast and post some of the cool do we have there that go, brody write it down yeah we have to get that's some all you buddy yeah we have to show you some of the other things so we'll show you who we are show you some of the project projects we got going on show our, show you our service centers and stuff but show that, you brody the engineer show you brody the engineer and stuff we're happy he just uh he and his bride bought a new house recently so we're happy for him and stuff but uh but we'll any editing in this part out <laughs> yeah gotta leave this in brody don't cut yourself out of this yeah. so but anyhow um um we love being partners with auburn gear uh we love what uh brody and his company does for us uh with our podcast and uh you know reach out to us if we can help you with any of those uh type of questions and stuff but uh pause attraction and uh putting that power of your hot rod or any type of vehicle to the tires to make it accelerate quicker is what we're all about so this is mike and tony tadich uh from the glove box from the glove box in this week's episode take care Hey, this is uh, father and son team, Mike and Tony Tadich. Uh, just want to thank you for hanging out with us again today. So you got anything to wrap up, Tony? It's uh, uh, shutting the glove box time. So we'll see you next time on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Make sure you're here for our next one. Have a question for Mike and Tony? Call it in at 888-201-0858. This podcast is brought to you by TMT Automotive and Momentum Drives Marketing.